to the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. my friends. Welcome to episode 37. Thanks for joining me here today. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about planning. Now, before you tell me that you have so much to do that you don't have time to plan, I have to tell you, I've been there too. Before you tell me that things are too unpredictable and you can't plan, let me tell you, I've been there too. Have you ever felt like that to-do list was just so long that there's no way you could possibly accomplish it? So why even get started? I have felt like I have had projects and requests that are coming so fast that I couldn't make a plan for what needed to be done before the next unreasonable request came in. But these, my friends, these are all lies. When we think we don't have time to plan, when we think things are too unpredictable to plan, when we think our to-do lists are so long we can't plan, when we think things are coming our way way too fast, that it's unreasonable to plan, These are lies. These are lies that keep you scrambling. These are lies that are perpetuating the problem. You need to start planning. You can't afford not to. If you want to be more efficient, if you want to have more time to play, if you actually want to take a vacation with your work cell phone turned off, if you want to not have 300 unread emails in your inbox, if you want to start living from inbox zero so that you know things are taken care of and done, if you want to start to enjoy the evenings with your family, we have to stop thinking we don't have time to plan. We have to stop believing that we can't plan because it's too unpredictable. We've got to sit down, start thinking things through, and get a plan in place. We have to stop believing we don't have time to get it all done. We have to stop thinking that we have to do it all. We have to stop believing that perfection is the only way to success. And we have to start believing that it is possible for us to have the life that we want. And I believe that as we start believing that it's possible for us to have a plan, have things work out, we'll find that it is truly figure outable, that we actually can figure out a way to have the life that we want. We can learn how to say no to projects or opportunities that aren't going to serve our greater good. We have to learn to say no to certain things, but without a plan, we don't know when to say no. Planning helps us know when to say yes, and planning helps us know when to say no. We have to start believing that working smarter brings a lot more money instead of working harder. It always starts with the belief that will fuel the planning when planning gets hard. Now, when I first started planning in a job setting, I was a few years into the job and I learned about how to plan and I decided to actually do the step where they told you to write down every single thing you had to do. It took a spreadsheet. It literally took a spreadsheet for me to write down everything that I needed to do. I had over a hundred tasks or a hundred projects in that spreadsheet. Many of them had multiple steps. 
So I started out by just writing down the first step, like the next thing to do on each project. Then I actually just started looking at that whole to-do list. And instead of going from a place of overwhelm of it's too much, I can't do it. I just set a goal to get 50 projects completed. Even though I knew that the projects had multiple tasks, I just started focusing on what's the next thing that I'm going to do on each of these projects. And it became my impossible goal, which I have talked about with you before about setting those impossible goals. Once you have an idea of what you want to get done, which is a great exercise to have an impossible goal, then it's time to start planning and figuring out what steps you are going to take. So set aside some time to do some planning. I plan every week. So I encourage you to have a to-do list every week, sit down. I do it Monday morning, so make a plan Monday morning. And so I make this whole to-do list and then there's a lot of tasks that I'm not gonna get done this week but are gonna be, you know, can be some long-term projects. And so I would take the whole list and I would make a decision about what I was going to work on that week. And I would, you know, it was one or two, three, maybe four tasks. And that's what I was going to complete that week from this massive to-do list. And then I would go and I would book time in my calendar, just time blocking. Simply say, you know, from nine till 10, I am going to work on this project and I am hopefully going to complete that project. And so I would work really hard to always set things up so that I could complete them. And that's what I want you to do is to take this to-do list, break it down into these usable little steps. These actually steps that you can accomplish within a specific amount of time and then go and put it on your calendar. And honestly, when I started this, you have no idea how long things will take. And that's another reason why people tell me they don't plan. They're like, I don't know how long the task will take. Take a wild guess and you do enough planning, you will start to figure out how long specific tasks take and how long you need to give yourself in between them. And then it's time to get to work. Like that is the planning process in the simplest way, but get to work and really try to get the task done in the allotted amount of time. Now, if a task took longer, I learned. I either learned ways to be more efficient or I learned to plan more time. And either of those are really good options. Now, planning works. I've seen it totally changed my life and changed my work life to a point that I started to have that to-do list that wasn't a hundred tasks long. It's got much, much shorter as the years have gone on and as I've continually worked on planning. Now, here's why planning works. If we don't plan, we waste so much time. We will come to a day, we'll be like, it's Tuesday morning, what am I gonna do today? And we will waste half an hour, an hour, just trying to pick the next thing we're gonna work on. Where if we planned, we get to Tuesday morning and it's like, well, starting my calendar. Like I'm working on this project, I'm doing this thing, I'm making this phone call. That's what I'm doing. I don't have to make decisions. So it really helps with decision fatigue because the decision's already made. Then it's just obeying your calendar and doing the thing you said you were gonna do. We also have such a tendency of getting distracted, right? There's always a squirrel to go chase that sounds so much more exciting. We are so easily distracted and we waste so much time because of that. And so it feels like we're always behind and it's because we've been chasing squirrels all day instead of chasing the cows like we were supposed to. This is why we plan. 
Also, if we don't plan, we don't make progress or we don't even have the ability to measure it. So just being able to say, oh, look how far I've come is a huge motivator for helping us continue. If we don't plan, like I said before, we do not know when to say yes to projects and we do not know when to say no. Simply because we don't really have a good grasp about what we've got on our plates. And so sometimes I've noticed when I write out these to-do lists, I'm like, holy cow, I have way too much way, way too much to do. And then you can go in and edit the things and be like, these things are never going to get done. These things I can ask someone else to do. These things I never want to do. And so I'm going to find a way to outsource them. And when we start to do that, then we start to know, okay, this is where I have time for projects. This is where I don't have time for projects. This is where I'm going to have to set this opportunity aside. This is where I'm going to go and engage in that opportunity and move on. So planning gives us that ability. Also, if we don't plan, we don't know when we can play, right? Because we've always thinking, oh my goodness, I have got X, Y, Z to do. When we have it planned and our brain says, you know, instead of sitting and watching my kid's baseball game, I should be getting this done for work. You know what? You're already going to have the task on your calendar for tomorrow. So you can tell your brain, hey, I'm totally good to watch baseball today because that is getting done tomorrow. Or you'll know that, oh, I got it done today, so I don't have to worry about it. The other thing is when we don't plan, we end up trying to do two or three things at once. And the truth of doing two or three things at once is we do a whole bunch of task switching and we call it multitasking and it's really just task switching. And sadly, we generally don't get the things done that we want to get done as well as we don't do them as well as we could have done them. So here is the formula for planning. Number one, set a goal. Number two, write your to-do list. Yep, all the things you have to do. Number three, edit your to-do list. Certain things will never get done. They don't need to be on there. Certain things you can offload onto somebody else. Let's get those things handed off and get them working on them. And certain things just don't ever need to be done. So let's just not make anybody do them. And that'll be fantastic. Next, bring up your calendar and block out those tasks. Number five, obey your calendar. And number six, celebrate as you accomplish your goals. Now, here's a couple tips and tricks for getting started for you so that you can have success with this formula. And the first thing I did when I first started this, when it was really difficult for my brain, is I would pick one task per day. So I wouldn't try to plan out everything. I would plan one accomplishment a day. So it would look very similar to focus time where I'd be like, okay, I need to get this one thing done and it's gonna take me two hours and this is when it's on my calendar. That power of just getting working for even two hours on a project, you will see massive amounts of progress very, very quickly. The next tip for getting started is to actually plan time off and rest time. This helps you have a lot of fun in your schedule because you get time to do the things that rejuvenate you. And so plan to take some downtime in your schedule and that can just help you feel rejuvenated and help you want to work when it's work time. The next piece is build in flex time. So this I really love where I'll build in like a couple hours a day and sometimes they're in between tasks and sometimes they're just at the end of the day and it's kind of like catch up time. And it allows me that if something goes over, I know I have this window to kind of make up and make things work for the day and so I can still accomplish the things that I needed to get done. And so just giving yourself that flexibility can make this planning process way, way easier. 
Now, the next one is you will often, when you put something on your calendar, you'll come to it in the calendar and it will be the last thing you want to do. The tip for this is to do it anyway. Even if you don't want to, start keeping the promises that you make for yourself. So as you're planning, be thinking of that person that's going to have to do the task. So don't put too many things for them to do. But also when you're the person who has to do the task, then you need to do it so that the person you are tomorrow doesn't have to do it and will be able to be like, yay, it's accomplished. So keep your schedule. When you say you're going to work on a task, work on that task. The next thing is very similar to flex time, but you can build in buffer time between tasks. And this is also really valuable to give yourself a half an hour of just kind of transition time between tasks. And that can make things a lot easier and not make it feel so restricting as it sometimes does when you start planning. Now, I know that this can feel really restricting when you start calendaring out your life and you've kind of lived in a very spontaneous way before, but you really only need to keep your calendar about 80% of the time and you will make incredible progress. So remember that, like don't beat yourself up if you don't do absolutely everything on the calendar, but if you'll do it 80% of the time, you will make incredible progress. Now, I'm about three years into the project when I started wanting to complete 50 projects, and I might actually close the 50 projects this year, and that's just been incredible. I had to extend the timeline of my goal, but because I made that goal and I started working towards it, I'm finally starting to see all of it start to pay off. So I'm moving in my job towards a place where I can work on projects in real time instead of having like a mountain of projects from the past. And depending on your job and how you work within the agriculture industry, wouldn't that be amazing to be able to work on things in real time and not have all these tasks that need to get done surrounding you that come from the past and you're trying to prepare for things coming in the future and you know that it's never going to stop it's so amazing to just be able to like yep i can work on the projects and the questions that come up in real time and this is possible for us in this industry and planning is a huge key to it so i want you to get planning this week it'll be fun have a wonderful week listening my friends if you enjoy this episode please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts and stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities